Welcome to Abilities, Opportunities, and the Future of Work, a podcast intended to showcase best-in-class practices on burning issues related to disability and employment. I'm Nasha Ely, Business Relations Consultant with the Business Network Division of Michigan Rehabilitation Services, Michigan Department of Labor and Economic Opportunity, and I'm co-hosting this podcast with Dr. Sriram Narayanan, Professor of Supply Chain Management at Michigan State University. Hi. Each episode, we will be having conversations with employees, employers, firms, community organizations, not-for-profits, and other state organizations that are doing outstanding work in integrating individuals with disabilities into the workforce and allow them to share their experience and stories. This production is a collaboration between the Eli Broad College of Business at Michigan State University and Michigan Rehabilitation Services. For this episode, we're joined by Shelly Neal and Tanya Adams of Michigan Rehabilitation Services and Connie Song and Michael Hudson of Michigan State University to discuss the Career Collaborative Program. Career Collaborative is a program in which students participate with a full-time on-campus vocational rehabilitation counselor and specialized guidance to enhance career readiness by connecting academics with practical experience, vocational rehabilitation approaches, and employer partnership for internships and careers. I'm Connie Sung. I'm a faculty member in the College of Education in the Rehab Counseling Program. Good afternoon. I'm Michael Hudson. I serve as director of the Resource Center for Persons with Disabilities here at MSU and uh, happy to be a part of this Careers Collaborative. I am Shelly Neal. I am the district manager for the Lansing District Office for Michigan Rehabilitation Services um, for Clinton, Eaton, Ingham, and Shiawassee County, which is one of the locations of where MSU falls. And I am an alum of the Rehab Counseling Program at Michigan State. Hi, so my name is Tanya Adams and I am also an alum of the Rehab Counseling Program at MSU. And I am now a rehabilitation counselor uh, employed by MRS in uh, collaboration with MSU um, for their Career Collabs Partnership. Well, thank you everybody uh, for, for uh, uh, making it to our podcast. Um, so maybe we, we would start off with our first question. Could you describe what career collaborative, Careers Collaborative is and who does Careers Collaborative serve? Maybe I can start first. Um, so I have been involved with Career Collaborative since 2013. Um, actually, it's a year after I arrived at MSU. So the, the initiative was launched in officially launched in 2014 through a private gift from Michael and Kathy Bosco um, with the matching funds from the state and federal government um, in partnership with MRS. So the, the purpose of it is really to strengthen the collaboration and leadership with a focus on career transition for college students with disabilities. So 
we know um, MRS has been providing a lot of services across the state and people typically we go into the MRS um, offices um, of different branches to receive the services and meeting with the counselors. Um, but we don't really have a dedicated counselors serving the MSU students on campus. So we thought that was could be a barrier for students to like out, go out of their way to get the help that they need. It would be really great if we could have a dedicated vocational rehab counselor with expertise and specialization working with the transition age population to provide a different kind of guidance uh, and support. Um, and, at, and at the same time, collaborating with the different units across campus to provide the services and support that the students need, that would be really helpful. And I believe that was uh, one of the many important factors that really took place and um, bring this initiative to full, full fruition. And so in addition to um, Resource Center for Persons with Disabilities, um, there are also other departments involved, um, such as the Career Services Network, and of course the Rehab Counseling Program that we are uh, very involved with um, as a student and faculty. And so um, it has been a great, initiatives that is almost eight years since 2014. So, so that's pretty much uh, what it is. So I will let other team members share who do we serve uh, as the part of the career collaborative. Dr. Sum. Um, so in answering who does careers collaborative serve, um, I think our main uh, population in mind is students who benefit from accommodations in the classroom, helping them figure out how to access appropriate accommodations in the workplace and how to transition from uh, the academic environment to uh, cultivating a professional identity and um, managing themselves successfully in the workplace. So um, in a broad sense, we serve, we are available to serve um, any student with a disability um, whether they are currently receiving accommodations through our CPD or um, if they are in a position where they are starting to wonder if they do have any concerns that haven't previously been addressed. We all know that college can be an important time for determining different things, different diagnoses. So we're available to help um, students manage and navigate those kinds of tests and those kinds of um, concerns. So we obviously help students in that traditional sense, but we also are available for people who may be enrolling at MSU for kind of their second wave of, of their career goals. Um, my caseload ranges from incoming um, young people to people who have gone back to MSU for um, a different kind of education or a different career goal. So we're available to serve in, in multiple capacities for the people that um, currently access other services at MSU. Shelley, do you have any comments on, on, on who the collaborative serves from your vantage point and 
no, really, I don't. I mean, I mean, I think Tanya really covered it well in that, you know, there are new, and Connie, that there are numerous partners that come together um, to provide these. And I think the one thing that is good is that, you know, that we all do work together for you know, the ultimate goal of helping the customers. The one thing that I was thinking when Connie was talking as well is that those of us that have been a counselor have had college students on our caseload previously. And once they're at college, it's really hard to maintain that contact or you don't know when to call them. And until just recently, we didn't have, you know, the last couple of years, we didn't have state cell phones. So we couldn't reach out and text them or anything like that, at least when I was a counselor. So, you know, having Tanya right on campus is absolutely fantastic. You know, if they are there for a meeting at RCPD, they're able to just pop in and see her or, you know, arrange their appointments. So I think it helps with contact, maintaining that good contact with our customers of having her right there. The Resource Center for People with Disabilities. Thank you. Now, I was a counselor for 10 years before I moved into what I do now. And, you know, this was not a position to be actually housed on campus that it might have been done like halfway through my 10 years. But what, uh, being that innovative, are there thoughts, and this is for Shelly, of this expanding to other campuses across the state, this model, so that students with disabilities, specifically those who may need services from MRS can be served? I don't know how officially, I know I've spoken with a couple other district managers who have um, expressed some interest uh, in, in starting something like that, or at least starting a discussion with the college. Um, I will tell you that we are trying to lay some groundwork locally with Lansing Community College and their access department. Um, try to kind of do the same thing, have somebody there maybe once a week or one afternoon a week. And we're thinking really, um, especially since we have a lot of students that may do their prerequisites at LCC and then maybe transfer to MSU, you know, that would be a great handoff for them. So, you know, they're familiar, they have that case and then they can just segue over to Tanya. So um, we're trying to do it a little bit here locally at the college or community college level, but it's pretty innovative. I know, I believe Mike has told me that there's not many programs like this. So I don't know where we would be actually, but I know they're starting to lay some groundwork in other districts. Thank you. And on that same vein, what are the overall goals of the Career Collaborative? I would say since the inception of career, Careers Collaborative, um, we as a team really see a lot of new synergies among the different partners across MSU and outside of MSU with um, MRS and other community partners and vendors. And so part of the 
goal of, of Careers Collaborative is to really enhance the career readiness and like the um, employment readiness and upward mobility opportunities of our MSU college students, how to help them connect the academics with the practical experience, how to um, adopt the vocational rehab approaches to help them be successful. And also most, um, and very importantly, the employer partnership that has been established through the Careers Collaborative um, has been instrumental for the internships and um, the career developments of the students. So I will let other team members add, um, at least I think the, those goals are very important to our students for their success after they completed their college degree. Um, and the other goal is to really demonstrate the collaboration and partnership across different entities. And one example I can sh I could share is we have presented this model and some of the research that we have been doing and the findings at uh, various national conferences. And that actually draw quite a bit of attention because it's pretty unique and it's not many state has like a dedicated rehab counselor working on a large university campus serving college students to help college students with disabilities to be successful um, when they move beyond the, uh, the higher education. I did have one kind of uh, uh, question based off of what Connie said, the goals of Career Collaborative. And, and to me, Shelly spoke to it, but just kind of to reiterate from the vocational rehabilitation side, what do you, uh, Shelly and Tanya, see as the goals of the, of the collaborative? I'll start and then Tanya can chime in. Um, I mean, to me, you know, our goal is to assist um, MSU students obtain those needed skills to obtain and maintain quality employment. Um, hopefully that's using their degree. Um, and I know we assist a lot with internships, which is a way they can get their foot in the door interviewing skills, communication skills, course placement when they're ready to go, um, as well as a lot of things on disclosure and how to request accommodations if they're gonna need them in the workplace. Um, disclosure can always be kind of a, a sticky thing. So a lot of people feel uncomfortable doing that. So I know Tanya works with them to you know, know when to ask and how to ask. I don't know, Tanya, do you want to, uh, well, and I guess I will also say that the Workforce Investment Opportunity Act um, has measurable skills gain and credential attainment. And as you can assume, um, we are able to get those with copies of um, diplomas or transcripts. Um, so that also, that benefits the state of Michigan as a whole um for that sure yeah a lot of good things have been mentioned i think one of the cool factors that really drew me to have strong interest in this position was was the multiple layers of micro and macro so of course on a micro level 
like any other counselor's caseload, it's my hope and goal to prepare each student to have access to the resources and build the skills necessary to manage their disability or diagnosis in an employment setting. Um, and then having this platform, having this collaboration also allows for an opportunity to address things on a larger level where we can provide information to the greater population um, of students of what it means to facilitate an inclusive workspace and environment and really the opportunity to be involved in discussions with employers and other parties of, of how um, to make sure that we are contributing to a progressive and positive um, and accessible environment for everyone. So I, I love that this collaboration allows for progress on multiple fronts and being able to address things um, and, and make a difference on multiple levels. That's great. I, I do have a follow-up question, um, uh, Connie, to, to your, um, to your uh, point on involving businesses and how there are so many different interfaces here. So could you maybe go a little bit deeper into the business involvement in the career collaborative um, uh, and, and how uh, that happens and what are opportunities there that students or businesses can leverage um, in, in the career collaborative structure that you have? That's a great question. Um, as I mentioned earlier, besides RCPD, um, Career Services Network on campus also is a key partner of this careers collaborative. So they have um, in a very extensive employers network, helping students um, getting connected with them, getting internship and employment opportunities. So they are very invested also in students with disabilities. So as part of the team, they tap into the employer network that they have. Let's say we have students who are interested in particular major or um, industry. Um, they would provide a different information and resources. Tana probably have more examples she could share. But one of the examples I was really impressed was they constantly um, uh, like organize and coordinate different job fairs for all college uh, MSU students across campus. But in order to make sure these job fair, particularly during the pandemic, a lot of those job fairs got converted to virtual. So they wanted to make sure these are not only catered to um, overall students, um, co college students, but also uh, students with disabilities that we serve. So they put together a survey and um, sent it out to ask about what kind of things that would, um, would help them with their participation and also engagement with the employer. Uh, so I think that was really good. So um, the other piece is like when there are different employment opportunities besides sharing with their own network, they will also inform our team to, to make sure our students won't miss those opportunities. And they have different, and Tanya has been very involved with like organizing different um, workshops um, and also like um, speak, 
speaker series so that uh, students can benefit from like ranging from how do you even disclose disabilities, what kind of accommodation you could request, what kind of process you should go through. Um, if you're um, facing an, a potential employee asking questions that they are not supposed to, how you can professionally answer them in a way that is not offensive, but also is um, basically standing up for themselves and advocating um, in a professional way. So Tanya, do you have anything else? I know you have worked with um, them a lot in terms of reaching out to employers and all that. Yes, yeah, I, I feel very lucky to uh, have been able to work with them and they have been more than willing to uh, hear some different ideas and provide their numerous resources to help make sure that um, the students that benefit from not only my caseload but the RCPD um, accommodations that they are able to participate in their events and it's been a real pleasure I was able to serve on um, one of their panels this past spring in their diversity and inclusion series and um, that was a really neat opportunity for students to hear other people's perspectives of what transitioning into the workplace looked like for them kind of tackling those issues with disclosure do i decide to share it how do i share it how can it be presented a lot of those things have not been um, experienced before by most college students because um, academic accommodations in an educational setting are very different than a workplace so um, having the opportunity to talk through what goes into that kind of decision making and address different concerns about it with with the panelists was really really helpful, I think, and kind of speaks also to the fact that by being in an inclusive workplace, it involves not only preparing individuals for it, but preparing everyone to to be actively um, proactive in managing expectations and addressing how and reconsidering how success can be approached from different angles. So yeah, they've been a fantastic partner. Shelly, um, the other part of MRS, we work with people with disabilities, but our other partner is business. And I know, you know, Nasha had referred to it. We have a whole division in Michigan Rehab Services called the Business Network Division. And so we're able to rely on them and get assistance from them regarding who might be good people to reach out to or who might be a contact that they can help us when looking for internships or possible job um, things for people, as well as they also have occupational therapists um, on staff. So if we have somebody that maybe, you know, needs an assessment to get a better idea of what types of accommodations they might need, that just um, is another tool that we have in our toolbox that I think, you know, makes this collaboration great with not only MSU, but adding in Michigan Rehab and our other divisions in Michigan Rehab. Thank you all for the, for the information. So this will be for everyone. Is there a memorable story or success you wish to share from the Careers Collaborative? Mike Hudson here. 
I, I would say, you know, we started this Careers Collaborative as a, an important outreach. Uh, I saw the power of Michigan Rehabilitation Services to change lives from an employment perspective. We were doing a great job here on campus, helping students um, enter college and matriculate through, earn great degrees. And I, I knew our career services uh, department was well connected with employers, but I desired to see a little more depth in the awareness about disability topics. And so when we started to think about collaborating, I saw this as an opportunity to make MSU and the outcomes for Spartans stronger. And um, so we, we went to work with the agency to identify a way to make a career counselor present here on campus to help connect the academics with the career readiness and the actual career outcomes. So it's been a really great opportunity. Been doing it for nearly eight years now. And um, it started with a, a private gift an aspiration to have MRS more involved here and to see more of our students benefit from the uh, knowledge and the connections that MRS represented. That's that's super useful, Mike. Thank you so much for for that insight. Um, I, I I'm just going to follow up on 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 Nasha's question about um, perhaps a a uh, success story about student or multiple students that you 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 would have um uh that have succeeded uh through the career collaborators program um could you point to some examples the um i think the success stories for our students are are multiple and they are um punctuated uh during a time of of a pandemic and so one of the success metrics for me in this program was to really be present for students uh during changing times so Prior to pandemic, we had a very much in-person experience where students would come in and see somebody here. And we worked on career readiness fairs, um, developing opportunities for students to hear from successful um, alumni who were employed in different areas. And ultimately, during pandemic, we had a chance to use the partnership with the College of Education Rehabilitation Counseling to do a, a white paper on the pressures that people with disabilities were facing as they worked to matriculate through higher ed and, and seek employment outcomes. And we used that white paper to kind of um, take a step back during the pandemic and, and see where we needed to invest some more energy. And as um, Tanya joined us post pandemic here, she has been an outstanding source of energy and reconnection as we work to get people back into an in-person setting and to find employment at a time when employment is really important to so many businesses around the state. So as we graduate people, we now have deep connections with Tanya and with Michigan Rehabilitation Services and our own Career Services Network to make ambitious Spartans ready to connect with these opportunities all over our state. And so specifically, I remember cases where um, people were able to follow their academic aspirations and reach connections and places from zoos to um, military related installations. And so 
each student being able to apply their education to a real outcome that was facilitated through the collaborative has been one of the success stories that I, I can recall. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for sharing that insight. Shelly, I'll just say not from a, a, a customer perspective, but really, if you stop and think of the two large bureaucracies of the state of Michigan and Michigan State and how we've been able to form this collaborative effort or this partnership and maintain it and grow it, um, to me, that's a great success because as we know, I mean, all of us work for one of those entities or another, it can be difficult to develop relationships when both entities are so large and be able to, you know, continue it and grow it. So I just, to me, I think that's a success um, that, that I'm grateful for as the manager. And um, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the fit of the counselor. And, you know, Tanya's got that energy that just sparks and gets people really involved and excited about being there and working with her. So we're really excited about that. One of the success stories I'm going to talk about all the time is uh, when we started to envision uh, a need to have a better, closer working relationship with uh, the rehabilitation services, um, I had a family, an alumni family, who came forth at, at the very same time we were contemplating this and said, we would like to help students with disabilities um, in a number of ways. And what are your biggest needs right now? And as we talked about this collaborative, they became excited uh, and made a personal gift to make the collaborative possible. And so with a private gift, we were able to connect with the state and the federal resources through the collaborative to bring a position to MSU. And so the, the role of successful alumni and donors to make initiatives like this possible is something that I'm going to chalk up as a big success and something I'm pretty pleased with. And um, the testimony really was that uh, alumni see the value that an education uh, brings and that they wanted to get back involved and help more students with disabilities see greater outcomes through employment. And I love that Shelly and Mike, they share about the success stories from like MRS perspective and also from RCPD. But what I would like to share is more like a, a student's personal story that I witnessed, how I witnessed how the collaborative really helped that student became successful. So I, and it was even beyond Tanya's time. I remember at that time, the team really worked hard to explore different opportunities for students to engage with like employers and seminars. And we, um, I think at that time, they, um, I think at that time, either it was Kate Long or it was Mallory who was still the counselor for this position, um, found out Blue Cross Blue Shield actually offered a um, resume building workshop for students with disabilities. And they, we know that that 
opportunity is not just for students to attend to learn more about how to build resume, but to meet with people there because it may turn out turn out leading to a potential internship opportunity. So working as a team, uh, since it's pretty far, it's close to Detroit area, and many of the students who are interested in participating, they don't have access to transportation to get to the site. And I still remember the whole team were sitting in a meeting trying to figure out how to make this happen. And I really love the synergies and people's problem solving. And ended up we have one of the team members getting an MSU vehicle, drive the group of students all the way to attend that um, uh, resume building and interview workshop. So the students came back with a lot of great things to say about, but one of the students were actually approached afterwards um, an internship opportunity. And the student was really nervous, how is it gonna work? And they were able to work it out to make that internship to be closer by near MSU in Lansing area. And the counselor provided a lot of support and the student did great. And by the time the student graduated from MSU, he actually got multiple offers. Um, one of them being offered by the same organization, wanting him to stay because he did so well throughout the whole process and getting the support that he needs from the counselor. And other opportunity um, in other area. And then um, I witnessed, like, again, the counselor provided a lot of different um, advice and guidance and counseling. And he ended up picked the place that he's not picked the company organization that he's not familiar with. And it's far away, it's near the Detroit area. And everybody is trying to help him figure out, okay, there's no way he could commute every day for work. What are we gonna do? So he ended up um, is willing to take the challenge same as the counselor. And then they were able to work out um, a place for him to stay that is safe, that is close by, that he could take that job opportunity and be independent. And that not only is a, is a big impact on the student, but what happened was um, because the student was out of state student, so he didn't even have family support around the area. So the counselor, the family worked together. The family actually came all the way here to Michigan and helped him celebrating his graduation and helped him move to uh, near the Detroit area so that he can start the job. So I'm sharing this story because um, have seeing the student success be successful is really gratifying. And also hearing from the family talking about how proud they are, how grateful and appreciative of what we do also is very impactful. And um, and initially we, we didn't even consider this student we could really help because it's out of state student. And because of the teamwork, everybody is so invested and dedicated. We just find ways to make it work. Thank you so much, Connie, because that, that is an awesome story. It's real life and it is, um, a direct reflection of your team's hard work in trying to make this successful. So if someone wanted to learn more about or get involved with the career collaboratives, um, what should the person do? 
I'll just quick chime in here before I unfortunately have to get going, but um, if someone is already registered with the RCPD, just talk to your specialist and they will share a link to an online referral system that we've implemented this year. And it, we've so far received positive feedback that it's pretty easy to manage and navigate. And what it does is it sends the responses straight to me and then I contact um, the person using the contact information provided to set up a time to explain in depth what MRS is and getting things started with opening a case. So um, that would be one recommendation. Um, the other is going through the RCPD's website. I believe the link should also be accessible from one of the avenues on the site. I'm sorry, I can't speak to specifically which part of the site currently houses that link, but I do know that students who are not currently uh, working with the RCPD have found it and reached out to me that way. So um, otherwise, um, I can just quick provide my email. Um, if you are in the MSU system, you can look up me uh, tanya.adams at affiliate.msu.edu. Um, otherwise, if you're in the MRS side of things, you can reach me at adams, A-D-A-M-S-T-22 at michigan.gov. We hope you enjoyed listening to Shelly Neal and Tanya Adams of Michigan Rehabilitation Services and Connie Sung at, and Michael Hudson of Michigan State University. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted to future episodes. We wanna take this opportunity to thank many individuals that have helped us kickstart this podcast. Especially, we wanna thank our colleagues in Southeast Michigan Employee Resource Group who helped and participated in several brainstorming sessions offering their advice and helping us plan this project. We also thank individuals at Michigan State University that helped us in reviewing podcast content and questions. Last but not the least, uh, our able podcast editor, Tyler Gross from Michigan Rehabilitation Services. Uh, this is Sriram Narayanan at Michigan State University uh, with my co-host, Nasha Ely um, at Michigan Rehabilitation Services signing off. We want to remind our listeners that this podcast is a commercial free community initiative. Just to remind you that if you have ideas, thoughts you want to share with, directly with us on the topic of abilities, opportunities, and future of work, please do consider reaching out. 